friends, I have been reading through the book of Proverbs, which if you've been listening for a while, you know that because it's part of my reading plan. And I, man, man, is it, it's hitting me in ways that I don't think I really planned to be hit. Isn't that how God's word works? It confronts us and convicts us in areas that we didn't really intend to be confronted or convicted in. I knew coming into Proverbs, like wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. Like I was good with that as like an overall. And then over and over again, I kept hearing these two words over and over and over again. In fact, five times it appears in the book of Proverbs. And we're going to talk about that because we as women and specifically as wives within our home, friend, we hold a lot of power. And I'm going to explain what I mean there in just a second. So let's get started for today's Mindset Monday. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you missed that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Have you ever seen the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding? And the the daughter wants to marry somebody who's not Greek. And her father finds out and he's furious. I mean, they did go behind his back. So I can understand that. He felt very disrespected. But Tula, she loves this man. You know, she wants to marry him. And she goes to her mother and is like, please help me, whatever. And um, the mother looks at the daughter and she's like, well, the Tula comes to the mother and says, you know, can you can you talk some reason into daddy? You know, can you can you convince him? And what does the mother said? She say she's like, well, your father might be the head, but the woman is the neck that turns that turns the head. And while there's not any, you know, biblical, there's not anything biblical about that. What I took away from that is the the power that we as wives hold within our family. And I've touched on this a few times in different little ways and really more as the Lord is like making it aware to me that, you know, if, if we are contentious, it, it breeds within the whole 
house. It's kind of like that that whole analogy of one bad apple ruins the whole bunch. If you have one kid who comes home or wakes up in a foul mood, doesn't that just like permeate the entire household? No matter how like positive you try and be, it still brings everybody down. Well, Proverbs talks about this one woman frequently, five times to be exact, and she is referred to as a quarrelsome wife. That is not what I want to be known as, but as I have been looking through this, I'm realizing that I am far more a quarrelsome wife or a contentious wife than I would care to ever believe. In... um. I actually just this morning I was reading in Proverbs 27, 15 through 16, and it says a continual dripping on a rainy day and a quarrelsome wife are alike. To restrain her is to restrain the wind or to grasp oil in one's hand. At the house, the firehouse that we own, um, we gutted the kitchen and we were noticing that some of the pipes, like the, the valves need to be replaced. And so in the kitchen where the sink was, although the water has been turned off at the valve, it's still dripping. Every time I go in there, I hear drip, 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 drip. And if I'm in there any length of time, I try and tune it out, but then you can't help but hear it again. It's still there. Even if I, you know, turned music on or turned the TV on for a bit or I'm working and doing stuff, as soon as I stop that, it's still there. And it's been this visual picture of this quarrelsome wife as this dripping faucet or dripping from the ceiling on a rainy day, like this drip, 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 drip. And what I I both love and hate is the comparison to restrain her is to restrain the wind, which I know all. How can you restrain the wind? I cannot. Or to grasp oil in one's right hand. Impossible, right? I don't want to be that woman. I don't want to be that quarrelsome woman that cannot be restrained and really is just a thorn in my husband's side. Proverbs 19.13 says, a wife's quarreling is a continual dripping of rain. Proverbs 21.9 says, it is better to live in a corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome woman. Proverbs 21.19 says, it is better to live in a desert land than with a quarrelsome and fretful woman. Proverbs 25.24 says, it is better to live in a corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome woman woman. And some translations use contentious. And I was looking through because I'm like, okay, like when I think of quarrelsome, I do not think of myself. I think of somebody else who's just really nasty. Like, you know, like maybe one of like the evil stepmoms, you know, somebody like that, like with the, like the bitter face on their mouth, not me. And then I ran across this woman's blog and I did not like it. Because she put it in terms that all of a sudden shined a light on me. And you're like, Michelle, this is not a fun mindset Monday. I want to be reminded to do all my work heartily unto the Lord. And I get that completely. But here's the thing, friend. Our work starts in our house. And our first relationship, first earthly relationship is to our spouse. And if we are that contentious, that quarrelsome woman in our 
home, then it's going to bleed over into other things. And that's just not what we want, right? So what exactly does a quarrelsome woman do? She nags. Then, then she nags again. She huffs and she sighs. She challenges her husband's authority. Ooh. She makes him feel incompetent. She grumbles. She reminds him of his past failures. And as I was thinking of that, I was immediately reminded of Romans 5, 8. While we were yet sinners, what did Christ do? Remind us of our sinfulness? No. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So I know it's nice to throw somebody else's sin up into their face because it makes mine stink a whole lot less. But are we reminding our husbands of their past failures? She degrades him verbally. She says things like, why don't you do like things like so-and-so? You never blank fill in the blank. I've told you over and over to do this. I can't stand how you whatever. Add your own things. Then she nags some more on and on, never satisfied. She avoids him or gives him the cold shoulder. Friend, this just happened in our home. My husband came home the other day and he, he comes to me. He goes, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah, sure. He's like, were you mad at me yesterday? I was like, oh my gosh. Like that, that hurt. That hurt especially because that's not something my husband normally does. He's not one to like call things out like that. And he knew, he knew. And, and I had to tell him, you know what? Yes and no. And really it was, um, the episode, I think it was uh, 252, 232, no, 252, where I really just poured my heart out to you guys and just said, Lord, I need you every hour. I need you. And it was this conglomeration of things. But here's the thing. He could tell that things were not right. And my husband took it as I, like he has done something wrong. And so I was just cold shoulder. A quarrelsome woman She stirs up strife. She causes problems. Do you see yourself in some of these things? Maybe not all of them. Maybe one of them. But a quarrelsome wife, she devalues her husband as a man, as the man that God has has put into her life. Using words and body language. I don't know about you, but for me, I'm like, oh no, I wouldn't say those things. But I do not have a poker face. My body language is like all out there. So maybe you would never say something like, why don't you do X, Y, and Z? But your body language makes it very clear. The very man who is designed to lead, protect, and to provide for her and her family. That's who our husbands are. This quarrelsome woman, she's always in his face about he, about how he should, I hate those shoulds, I hate those shoulds, but I do it, how he should do more, do better, do, you know, provide more, but then she's never satisfied with his efforts. Just like that slow dripping of water through the faucet, through a roof, whatever, it is eventually going to soak through and rot. That is a quarrelsome woman. Like how long can our husbands sustain that kind of, I don't know, the word that comes to mind is abuse, just negativity, just not fun, right? 
not good. How long can he sustain that before her husband's heart is saturated with anger or regret or disappointment or sadness or incompetent feelings, assuring him of his failures, emasculating him one word at a time until he comes to complete ruin? That's a quarrelsome wife. Ouch, right? I was good with the words like quarrelsome wife. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's not me. That's not me. Until I chose to probe and get some clarity on what exactly that looks like. And I don't like that picture. And friend, I'm guessing you don't like that either. And I'm going to pray for us in just a second that we would, that we would be slow to speak and not let every word that, that, that comes to our tongue fall out of our mouth. That we would hold these things back because if our desire is to serve the Lord and honor the Lord in all that we do and say, it's not just within the confines of our business. It's in everything. And friend, I want to make it very clear that I have not attained perfection on this. In fact, I am as far from this perfection as possible. But I do see the Lord making me so much more aware of the things and the ways that I have been far more of a quarrelsome wife than I ever would have, ever would have thought. And so I'm just going to pray for us that he would open our eyes to make us aware of those ways in which we have maybe not even knowingly because it's become so a part of just our norm. Sadly, right? Been quarrelsome. Let's pray. Dear Gracious Father, I love your word and I love how clear you are and I love the pictures that you paint. And when we read this and we 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 think of the dripping faucet and the annoyance that that is and you compare it to this quarrelsome woman who is a thorn in her husband's side, the husband that you have designed specifically for each of us, Lord. I know I prayed fervently for my husband and you provided him those many years ago. And yet how many times am I a thorn in his flesh? And that is not what he needs. He has his own pressures and and struggles and he does not need me reminding him of those. He needs me coming alongside and supporting him. And Lord, I just pray for each woman who is listening right now, who has a spouse at home, who is not perfect, and neither are we, that we would come alongside our husbands and we would be anti the world culture, demeaning and emasculating and tearing our husbands down. Instead, we would be lifting him up as the man that you have brought into our lives to partner with and to do this life together that we would, we would proclaim your name within our marriages and that we would support our husbands, Lord, as we go about today and this week, Lord, that our mind would be set on not just honoring you in our businesses, Lord, but first honoring you in our marriages. We want to be a, a, um, a light on a hill, Lord. And one way is that we can be, be a light in our marriages and uplifting our husbands and going against the, the culture of this day to demean them. And Lord, 
Help us to be mindful of the ways in which verbal and nonverbal, we are that quarrelsome woman. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for each woman who is listening. And I thank you for our husbands. Friend, what if we went out today and right now, send your husband a message. Send him a video message saying, babe, I love you. In fact, as soon as I'm done with this, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go send my husband a video message and just let him know how much I appreciate him. Not because I want anything in return, but because I want him to know that, well, I want him to come home. I want him to be happy to come home every night. Friend, have an amazing day and go love on your husband. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.